We come on in this loop, John B. My grandfather and me. Welcome to Critical Drinking. I'm Kevin Regan. I'm Ryan Maley. <laughs> and this is the podcast where we drink beer, we watch movies, and we talk about them. And get wasted. That's right. Uh, this week, we are watching The Aviator. Heard it's the best movie in the world. <laughs> That's true. Uh, heard I haven't that, seen it. Heard that somewhere. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, but the real point of why we're doing this is because uh, we couldn't get Color of Money. Which is what we were originally going to watch. And why were we going to watch Color of Money? Because I watched The Sting last week and thought Paul Newman, I just realized, Paul Newman wow. is awesome. Yeah, I realized, wow, I haven't seen nearly enough Paul Newman You movies. told me that, and yep. I said Paul Newman won his Best Actor Oscar for Color of Money. Color of Money. And then what, what top five can we do? Because I haven't seen hardly any Paul Newman movies, so it couldn't be top five Paul Newman movies. You had a great suggestion. Scorsese. Top five Scorsese movies. Top five Scorsese. So that's what we're doing. But since we couldn't get the color of money, because it, unfortunately, it's not on. Insta- I couldn't find the two pack with that yeah. and Tupac with that and uh, cocktail. Yeah, it's not on watch instantly. It's not at any of the stores, and I couldn't get it in time on regular DVD version of Netflix. So we got doing, the Aviator, which right. neither of us has seen. Right. So uh, we're gonna be watching that, which. Little did I know, until five minutes ago, is... Uh, 170 minutes. <laughs> That's ridiculous. 170. It's not even a Lord of the Rings movie. Mm-mm. And it's not even like the special extended cut or something. That's a two-disc special edition, well, but it's true. a regular version of the movie. That's true. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're watching. So uh, let's get into the poll real quick. Uh, it was a pretty boring poll uh, as far as the turnout is concerned. Last I week. forgot to vote, and I'm a host. Yeah. <laughs> I've been sick. Yeah, last week we watched Blade Runner, as hopefully you knew if you sat through the uh, awful, yeah, the awful It's such a good episode, episode, too, to yeah. have shitty feedback. Yeah, so I'm sorry about that. We're going to try and fix that in this uh, podcast. I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure it was just feedback recorded on the actual episode, so there was nothing we could do to clean it up. But we're going to do our best to, you know, make sure it doesn't happen again this time. Um, But... The question was, at the end, is Deckard a replicant or not? And one person, 33% of the vote, <laughs> said yes. Uh, two people, 66% of the vote, said no. should have been 50-50. I would have voted yes. Because I was go. reading, and I guess there's a scene when they're uh, when he's getting her a drink, that Deckard turns towards the camera, and you can see the red in his eye. Really? Yeah. Ooh, I get that Harrison Ford says that it was just he got into Sean Young's light, and that's yeah. why he did that. Oh. But Ridley Scott's like, ooh, you picked up something, did you? That's uh-huh. how Ridley Scott talks. That is. Um, but yeah, so that was the poll. Uh, moving into feedback, when we posted that we were going to watch, um, we were going to watch The Color of Money in top five Scorsese movies, um, we got some feedback. Brett said that Taxi Driver would be on the top of his list because someone once said that he looked like a young De Niro. Granted, the guy was foreign, so he probably thinks uh, all white people look I thought same. it looked like a young Travis Bickle. <laughs> Travis Bickle, yeah. Yeah, he um, does kind of look like Travis Bickle. Then, three minutes later, Brett <laughs> obviously had thought about it and said, I take it back, Gangs of New York or The Departed. Gangs of New York. The only uh, the only word in that entire sentence capitalized is York. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done, Brett. Uh, 
Noah says... I throw grammar out of the wayside, too. Yeah. Is that grammar? No. What is that? Punctuation. Uh, yeah. Punctuation. Yeah, punctuation. Um, Noah says, how about talking about Boardwalk Empire? I would love to, except I haven't seen any of it because I don't have HBO. Me neither. I looked at a picture of it on uh, GQ. Hmm, nice. Yeah, it looked, looked good. I looked at the commercials that are always on now and thought that, oh, that looks good. Too bad I don't have HBO. Um, Adam says, best Scorsese movie with four question marks. Man, that's going to make my head explode. Let me think about this one. And clearly he is still thinking right now because he hasn't responded to his uh, <laughs> That's uh, Scorsese Adam movies. Gray, not, yeah, not right, right. MC Glone. Yeah, Adam Gray. Who has Gangs in New York too. That's right. <laughs> that's probably about it. Yeah. Um, at that point, we changed our plans and said, we're watching The Aviator, not The Color of Money. And then that prompted Jake to say Raging Bull. Mm-hmm. And I was at dinner yesterday, and someone said to me, besmirched. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yes, they did. No, they it's didn't. It's like the cock and balls besmirched your idea that's of hunger. Awesome. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Oh, that's funny. Um, thank you for the feedback. Well, uh, warning, uh, as you know, number two on my never ashamed to not see list is Raging Bull. So this will not be appearing in my top five Scorsese right. list because I still haven't seen it. Because I didn't, even though I was sick all week, I didn't have three hours to sit and watch one movie. Because <laughs> that's good. what video games are for. It is good. That's true. Um, thank you all for the feedback. Feel free to hit us up on uh, the Facebook page at facebook.com slash criticaldrinking. Uh, we always appreciate the feedback, and we will, again, read it on the air. Give us some voicemails. I yeah, like we like the voicemails, those. too. 509-43-DRINK. Call us up, leave a voicemail, we'll play it, because I like those, too. Have you ever noticed, like, I don't know if you do this, but when I hear the word brewing, mm-hmm. I always think of farts. Like, I think <laughs> of farts brewing. Nope. Do you ever think of that? Like, nope. Like, oh, I got a, I got a nice one brewing right now. Nope. <laughs> okay. No, I don't. I mean, maybe the third or fourth thing I would think. Like the Milwaukee Brewers? I always laugh. Yeah. Because they're all brewing up farts. Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) Well done. Well done. (laughs) All right, let's go. this podcast to another level right there. Sorry, it's just Um, in my mind. I was thinking about it all day. Yeah. (laughs) One thing, uh, one thing, we're getting over (laughs) that. One thing Jake mentioned uh, as part of, you know, feedback uh, through textual message to me was that he wants to put his name in the hat for guest hosting the Paranormal that would be sweet. Uh, episode in the Horror Month. Skype host. So we're going to Skype him in, and we're going to see how it works. If uh, if we had some bad feedback last episode, I can't imagine what kind of feedback we're going to have this episode. But <laughs> that, don't, Do not adjust your radios. That was... I brought up farts, and I burped. <laughs> that's right. All right. So uh, that's that. Quick and painless. Uh, let's, do our predictions. Let's go into our drink predictions. We are drinking Keystone Light Pounders. And we've already opened two because we kind of screwed up the opening. This is our second opening, just That's so true. you guys know. That's true. Uh, I guess we'll just, you know, all every everything out in the open. We're a very transparent podcast. Well, well yeah. I mean, we usually nail the opening, like, what is this, our 32nd? Yeah, 31 out of 30 times. No, like 29 out of 32 times. Right. I'm pretty sure we've done that's a, that's a high... I'm not sure it happened. Yeah, well, there's the lost episode. Yeah. There's so. another one. I don't remember what happened there. <laughs> I think it was the Loco edition. Yeah, the Loco edition. We yeah. haven't had a Loco since. That's horrible. No, that's good for us. Because those were those are bad news. Um, you got oh, Catbot 3000 oh. <laughs> saying over here. Having himself a good, good time. time. That's right. All right, oh, predictions. Yeah, predictions. So Pounders, because they were actually a better deal. Six pack of founders was yeah, a better we got deal. Twenty four of them in the thirty pack of uh, regulars. So, 
So um, I'll have 23. No. You're going to have 23, huh? Well, I guess I'm uh, guess I'm at my limit. How about, there. I'm going to go with hour and, or mi- 170 minutes. Two hours and 50 minutes. Yeah. What do you say? Including the two that are open on the table. Ah. Uh, I mean yeah. that's that's eighty ounces. Yeah, I was going five too. That's that's. I was gonna say four sh- originally until I heard a hundred and shade under minutes. seven beers. Yeah, and so I'm gonna roll with uh, I'm gonna roll with five. Five. Well. I'll probably get six, but I'm just gonna say five. Yeah. So there you go. So we're gonna go watch uh, the Aviator, and we'll be back. Actually, we're also gonna be guest hosted by guest joined. Yeah, we're gonna be joined by our producer, um, because this is one of those movies that. The rare occasion where she has seen a movie and neither of us have seen it. Well, so the producer and I have both seen The Wedding Date, but that's you true. haven't. No, I have not. <laughs> um, Amy Adams is a little twat in that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too inside. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be joined by our producer to go over the review um, and what we watched. And then, you know, we'll talk about our top five Scorsese movies. So uh, we'll be back. Bye. So hoist up the John B. sail See how the mainsail sets Call for the captain ashore Let me go home Let me go home I wanna go home Yeah, yeah Well, I feel so broke up I wanna go Welcome back to Critical Drinking. Yep, you're right. That was the sound of three cracks. That was, Is that a plumber joke? Yeah, yeah, it was. Three butts are here. Because we have our producer with us. Hi, Speaks. Listen, Welcome. I, I, didn't, I didn't whine this time because uh, I opened my beer like a woman. Ooh. Like a grown woman. Calling herself out. I was a little girl last time and I also did a really annoying... Thing that you probably weren't as annoyed with because viewers, listeners, all listened to it once, and we listened to it like what fifteen? Probably five times. So apologies for duplicates. No problem. Ryan, question: Would you score a touchdown in NCAA football if you're going towards the way that the mascot is? uh, There's a little cue on there go that says "Go celebrate with the mascot." And 80% of the time, the mascot dances, you go over towards him, and you stand there, and then he waddles around yeah. you, like in a circle, <laughs> and all I, yeah, that's all I think about when he, he goes, Can I just say, Penguin dance. So Penguin I'm a, dance. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, come on, Wilma. No? To touch on that, I'm a new Duck fan. I have right. been brought into the pack tent. I am surprised that there's not more, ing. In the we don't quack. I know. That's the we kick ass. I, well, I, I know, but I feel like I I want to just like wah, 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 all the well, time. You can do that if you want. I'm, well, I'm gonna. It's all right. I had a I because had a... here's the sound of what my my alma mater does. Yeah, you, we all know you, what that is. We cheer. We don't clap. I know, but we don't make a noise. So it's, I'm embracing. I'm embracing. Right. I, I brought a girlfriend once to a game, and it was when our uh, passing the. Uh, People have to explain this because you don't have video. But our uh, like third down long defense was this was like was flapping. like was flapping like, like, like me like, like flying, you know like flop like, like it's yeah. a long pass and she's like oh is that what they do when they substitute in and out because they're ducks <laughs> so they like fly like we're coming in for you yeah. <laughs> well so I, I invite <laughs> I invite all of you to warm with me because I think it's fun 
and I haven't, I haven't got to like growl or or bark or so I'm in. Don't bark. That's what the huskies do. All right, so so I heard a rumor somewhere that this was a movie podcast. No. Yeah. Is it a college sports? Podcast? Is that what it it's is? It's a life podcast. Oh, because I, I heard a rumor one time that it was actually a movie podcast. Whatever. See, this is Kevin <laughs> just like keeping everybody on. Point. There's a reason that Kevin <laughs> sucks, and it's not because <laughs> yeah. he sucks penis. I'm keeping you in check, man. Whatever. All right. Prediction results. Our producer didn't make a prediction, but what did you I actually drink? I finished a bottle of wine. That's pretty good. And then I opened another bottle of wine yeah. that I, by the way, no one saw me open it, but I totally mutilated the cork and drank oh, about half of it. No. You had a lot of cork particles. You in did. Yeah, that's not good. I did. Never good. So I had some drinks. I said cork particles. That's and some gross. baby bell cork. cheese. Yeah, you had you had a, a bit of wine, and I now made, you're now you're onto the Keystone Light. Yeah, you Why did. Why did you throw a laptop near us? You did. <laughs> it's for later. <laughs> Ryan, you said. <laughs> You said five. five. And I said I'd probably get six. I got six. I just opened my seventh. There you go. I I said five. I got five. I have just opened my sixth. So... We're on a new table, by the way. Yeah, we are. This is an adult table. That's right. It's very high. I can't touch the ground. Isn't that make you feel good, though? I can't touch the ground either. I don't know. It makes me feel like I'm at Chili's. You You are. But I feel feel like if you can't touch the ground, it makes you more of an adult. Personally, that's how I feel. Wait, what? That's like yeah. the opposite. No you're kids a, can touch the ground. You're a giant, so who cares? I can but you're at a, you're at, this is a bar table. It is. That's right, it's a bar table. I like this a lot. I'm just saying I like this a lot. It's spacious. So it's all our predictions. Yeah. We, we all we met them. All right, so let's get into the review of The Aviator. Uh, can I go first? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you can go first. Me and Ryan had not seen this I movie. I have never Kirsten seen, seen it once. Surprise, I saw a movie that both of them haven't right. seen. That, once before we haven't, she watched it with that's us. That's like a one in a million so she's seen it twice. Uh, I have just my it. first comment is, was Scorsese drunk? Because I know he had a coke problem in the past. Whoa! Whoa. Uh, Hostile right off the bat. Is, Hostile right off the bat. This is the most boring movie I've ever seen in my life. I think this movie was wow. better. I think I think the Alphabet Killer was better than this. Wow! Holy shit, what? he's got some hot... He's got uh, some... Leonardo DiCaprio, Caught on Fire, was my dream come true. Oh. But it was my nightmare when he survived. Oh. Uh, it's the best of both worlds. It's bittersweet for you, right? It's bittersweet. Uh, the Spruce Goose on here was awesome because, yeah, yeah go McMinnville. Oregon. Go McMinnville. And you know who moved the Spruce Goose? You. Metro Machinery Rigging, the place I used to work at. Go Potts Family. Good work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is the best movie I've ever seen about germophobia. True. No, nah, that's um, not true. Kate Blanchett is yes. actually really good in this. That. She is really good. She, she yeah. deserved the Oscar she won. She, I uh, if Kate Blanchett didn't get a supporting cred, then she did. Uh, yeah. But Kate, I mean, well, Kate Beckinsale was only in it for like ten total minutes, but she was dynamite when she was in it. Like, not only was she perfect in her role. As like this, you know, Ava Gardner, the, you know, the famous actress of the day. She was just the best I've ever seen her act in anything. Like as an actress. She did not look very hot, so I did not think she acted great. Can I tell you something? Um, Can I tell you something to add on to that? And this is kind of annoying for me to say. But, so I looked at some trivia about the movie. She was forced to gain 20 pounds for this movie. Who? Kate Beckinsale. Perhaps. Forced to gain twenty pounds. Wow. Sounds like my dream. Not look it. You got to gain twenty pounds. 
sir, I'm already obesely <laughs> overweight. Yeah. McDonald's every day. I already do that. Two McDonald's every day. <laughs> yes. She, she probably had the tailgate approved McNug for Ooh, every that wasn't oh, around back then, but. Oh, yeah. But well, she made her own. Switch but, up the sauces. So, so just a little. Switch up the sauces. I looked up some info and, and that. that that's good info. I, I have really? Some, I have 20 some good, pounds? I have some good info for this movie, she being the, like the only previous viewer. I'm 20 pounds proud. heavier than Nor. Wow. I know. She so must she's, have been She's an itty-bitty lady. Oh, yeah. All right, uh, Ryan, keep uh, going. Oh, I just have a couple more points. Let's hear it. Who is the cooler AA? Alan Alda or Alan Arkin? Ooh. Who's Alan Arkin? Ooh, Alan the, the cranky grandpa oh, and Alan Arkin uh, from Moon the Sunshine. Yeah, Alan Arkin. Yeah, I agree so too. But that just because of that role. But Alan Alda was baller amazing. before that. Alan Alda was Mash. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah, he's on ER and he was yeah. cool. Yeah, he's on ER. Yeah, he was the doctor that started forgetting. Shit. Alan Alda's Alan Alda though. Yeah, Alan Arkin and, is. And we used awesome. to watch it. Like I hate salads. Well, I like them more now. But <laughs> I watched this in like health class when this I was a sophomore in high school. And he had this show on PBS, like, salads are awesome. And he showed Wait, me this salad, salad, and it show? looked good. And I didn't like salads back then. That's the power Alan Alda has over me. He watched he the salad it... show. Yeah, the salad show. And that's why you like Alan Where Alda best. Where did the salad show come from? It was called, like, Living Greenly. Mm. It doesn't and my last I mean, one, my last point is that I'm pretty sure if someone gave me a camera and gave me an autobiography of Howard Hughes, I could have made this movie because wow. it was fucking awful. Wow. All right. Uh, Harsh. There's more stuff I'd like to say about Scorsese, but you guys can go on. All right, producer. I got a got? couple of quick things to say. First of all, so I noticed it when they went to the Hell's Angels premiere, um, being a female. Mm-hmm. Old Hollywood glamour is awesome. Yep. I think it's Gwen Stefani. Yeah, Yeah. Gwen Stefani, which she, I don't know if she went solo at this point. This is 2004. Or when No Doubt. I think that's about the time when she went. I know, like, Hella Good was a song. What was her song? There ain't no Hollaback Girl. Hollaback Girl. Yeah, whatever it was. So I think this is right right in the transition. Shit is B A N A N A S. Yes. One thing I thought was pretty cool was you got to see when they went on the red carpet, all like the light bulbs flashing, how that was like really painstaking for the people who... I thought the, the bulbs on the ground that they slept that was on cool. was yeah. really that was cool. cool. I've it never totally seen that in the movie before. puts you back never. into... I mean... Brian Feely. Brian Um, I mean, I guess... Not that I really sympathize with celebrities. Went, went, your life is awesome and you have so much money. But to have the lights in their face and all that, that's probably pretty crazy. Kind of cool to see that portrayed in a movie. Yeah. But the old Hollywood glamour I thought was really cool. Um, Kate Blanchett won, and a note that I wanted to make because that's me before I do a little research. Okay. She's the first uh, actress to win portraying an Oscar winner. Winning an that's Oscar. True. Catherine Hepburn won, won three or four Oscars. Was Catherine Hepburn really that butch? Yeah, she was. Which, I mean, I was just she that was, was super a real butch. question. And this is my I didn't note. Know that she was I fucking hate playing Kate Blanchett as Catherine yeah. Hepburn. I think she is annoying. I hate the sound the sound I didn't of her like voice. It either. I thought she was gross. But I thought she was think, annoying, but I, I thought Kate she was Blanchett's good. good yeah, but, but I didn't she, like the character. Apparently, she was. She studied the accent for like apparently the New that's England. what Catherine Hepburn was like. I don't know. I don't like her. It must but be, anyway, she did an awesome job. But I think she's annoying, and every time she speaks, I just. The movie came out in 2004, and I'm almost 100% positive I saw it in theaters, so that was at least six years ago. Yeah. Um, still annoying enough to remember <laughs> all the 
why can't you be kind? Oh, like the man voice and the blazers. I don't know. I just didn't like her, but she did a she, good job. Yeah. But she made me really she not like her. She did a lot. good job. That, that's a tribute to her then. Yes. Yeah, you did but, awesome. You know, yeah. I don't really know that's her. That's like how many. I hate Meryl Streep. Oh. I hate Meryl Streep too. Oh. I hate her so much, but it's because she, she's a good actress. No, and I hate I some of her characters. I, I, don't well, like you I know, hate her in adaptation. By the way, if she's you watch her, her in Julia and Julia, if you watch her as Julia Child, you will fucking love her. Yeah, I'm not going to watch that movie anytime soon. So. I know you won't. I think I'll just be super annoyed with that. So I wrote Weirdo Kate Blanchett because I don't like her. Right. Um, FYI, um, Ava Gardner, no, that's the only one, was supposed to be Gwyneth. Kate, really? Kate Beckinsale, last minute, Ava Gardner. This is my little research that I did. What was Gwyneth doing instead? Yeah. Jeez. I don't know, being stupid. Gwyneth Paltrow does look hot and shallow. Rocking out with How? Kate Blanchett. Like I bet Gwyneth Paltrow looks too much like Kate Blanchett for them to yeah. cast. Because um, they look exactly the same. So one one other thing, and I kind of noticed it early on, and I double-checked while we were watching. Yeah. Plus, I made a confession to you earlier when watching a pre- another movie you'll mention later on. I don't like old movies. I know you I'm kind of biased. I don't like the way they look. I don't like old movies. I just I want to see crisp, clear picture. So something she's like... Lo- she's all for Blu-ray. I know. I like all the Blu-ray. All for Blu-ray. So Scorsese filmed the movie to adapt over the years to reflect film. Right. And I kind of noticed in the beginning, like, damn, Leo looks really like blurry and... and and gritty, and I don't really like this. And then I looked online, and I was like, oh. No, this is a question, but you can give me a high five. Oh, I want a high five, you too. You continue. But, so, there was a note that he, Scorsese filmed this movie to look like an adapted film. Can I high five, you too? Yes, you can. I like high fives. Absolutely can. I have two more things, but I want to I want to. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's question. question. So, you like, uh, you like, you like new stuff, right? Yes. Then how come... Yes. Alright, I only watched one episode of this stupid show. Uh, Jersey Shore. Ah! Do you really love how the no. whole stupid thing... Sh- I think it's annoying. And, and what is that like? You know why? It it's just probably, happened? No, I bet you it's because it's shot. They have such shitty cameras that they film it with that they have to put that over it to make no, it No, I think they do it because it's supposed to be like a boardwalk spy cam or I think something it's like because that. they're trying to kill time and make it more interesting. People Jeez, think. I, I saw one episode. It's so stupid. Can I just say Look Ryan like hates... semen dripping on the stupid Ryan hates fucking screen. Snooki. There's no semen. And I... Snooki, you probably never listen to this shit. If I met you, hey, you'd be my best don't friend. Don't count her out. Snooks, she might listen to this. Snooks, Snooks. she's friend. a fan on Facebook, right? Snooki, she's one of our look, you know what's wrong with America? And I fucked a girl that looks just like you, and she's annoying. So she it happens. Snooki, I love Meat you. Curtains. And <laughs> Snooki, I don't care what your vagina looks like. I just want to be your friend. Whoa. He said meat curtains. That's no, I know. Me. All right, let's get back to the uh, movie because um, I heard this was a movie podcast. I have two other things to say. It's twice. I it's very strange because I know that I only saw this movie once in theaters, where it was in the front seat, kind of like nosebleeds, neck breaking. I vividly remember a lot of parts um, where we've got Leo's fifteen-year-old girlfriend doing yeah, the samba. And I remember that yeah. very vividly. I remember all of annoying Catherine Hepburn sound bites. Don't be unkind. Okay, so you remember six years ago. What's your point about it? It sticks with you. This movie? Yeah. Sticks with you? The last thing, I have a geek fashion, which I think we'll Whoa. probably admit Whoa. By, by voice alone and a shadowed face. Geek fashion. I recognize Data 
That's true. And I'm Star Trek: uh, The Next Generation. You're the you the one. You're the first one I to do it too. It. I, I wasn't just, looking at the screen, but just, you. Look, no, I didn't have to it. look. Yeah. I could have my eyes closed. The voice. Ooh, I got ooh. the data. Brent Spiner. Ooh, you know who he is. But Ryan knows the ship number from the next generation oh, which i did not wait a minute. Hold i'm on. not gonna put you on the spot i'm but sorry maddie c i'm gonna screw this up but it's nc 1701 d right is that Spikes. right i know it's 170 i think it's the 01 right on nc 1701 d i think that's right correct well besides the nc 1701 whatever number i think one e which appeared in uh first contact because it was destroyed in generations Let's see if I got this right. Please add to the discussion board if I didn't. No, Directed don't. at you. The Star Trek, I think, Purgatory they're, they're, is off, right? Uh, no, I not have, at all. That's It's been a week. One more I'm TV. Sorry. So it's not I'm still however, doing it. However, there is the uh, the, star, the correcting Ryan on uh, Star Trek yes. uh, facts. There is that discussion board. Like up I on said, the, uh, Facebook, so. it's like I have the knowledge, but it's just not in the right place. Hey, like Maddie no one Sewell, else would know that Dina Maddie Meyer Sewell was in the Star Trek Maddie movie. No. Problem is, I just picked the wrong movie. I just fucked it up. You're bad, man. You're bad. One team I have knowledge that say? is correctable. That's what it is. It is. That's correctable, true. delectable. Jane Lynch <laughs> in this movie was Amelia Earhart, completely cut from the film. Jane Lynch? Yeah. Yeah. Glee. But, um, let's do 40-Year-Old Virgin and let's leave her at that. Okay. My, my turn. Kev, take the mic. First of all, I think this was a very interesting intro for his character development. They... You know, unlike a lot of other Scorsese movies, there is no dialogue. There's, there's no, no musical like. There's no like in- Leonardo DiCaprio does uh, push-ups in the well, prison. Not, not like that. Like what I'm, what I'm saying. Like there's no, there's no, there's no narration. You know, there's no, there's no kind of intro. It just kind of throws you into this life of, you know, Howard Hughes making this movie, and it goes through the first two years of making that movie before. You really learn anything. I mean, you're learning about him through that. It's kind and of. It's... Go ahead. In the beginning, it kind of leaves you like, huh? That's all. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, it's. It's. It's good. Um, I thought that it was. I mean, it was interesting. I, I won't say that it was good. I won't say that it was bad. But I thought it was interesting. Um, the whole Hell's Angels thing to intro the movie. And I felt like that that whole I, that whole feeling kind of swept through the rest of the movie. I thought that was the best part of the movie was him being an overindulgent director, like, yeah. Being like, I want two more cameras, I want this. Oh, it doesn't look good. And even when he was sitting at his premiere, like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh. Million, no, I have an I'll anal. Yeah, he's like, I got an anal fissure and it hurts. And like, <laughs> but I mean, the whole the whole thing to me, like the whole movie, I still because you you you're supposed to learn, you know, about the character in that first. You know, that first 30 minutes really is what it was. But the rest of the movie, I still don't feel like I, I know Howard Hughes. I don't know, you know, what his motivation is. I don't know what his, you know, his ultimate goal is. All I know is that he's a germaphobe. He has a lot of money. He can spend it. And he's kind of impulsive. That's all if, I really if know. If he's that much of a bitch, then I hope we don't fucking talk about him anymore. Because that was fucking annoying. Yeah, I but don't like think that, he's that much of a that's what I, I didn't understand. That's what I didn't understand. So is Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a bitch too. I think you get to see him unwind. You can continue, Kevin. I'm sorry. 
So the whole thing about character development is that I don't think he really developed as a character. I think what you saw in the first half hour was what you were dragged through the rest of the movie. Like Agreed. you didn't you didn't really get any more you didn't really get any more of that. Um, it just kind of led you through his ups and downs as a you know it was it was kind of just presented to you as you know he was making this movie and everyone kind of thought he was crazy for doing it because he was putting up all his own money. He did it. It was good. You know, it, it went over, it didn't go over poorly. And then, you know, he decides to go into, you know, making all this other stuff. He's down in the dumps. He's, you know, locks himself in his own film room and is there for a while. And then he gets out. And he pees in bottles, which right. I really like. And then he gets out. That Peter and Gatorade bottle. And then he gets out into, like, you know, the, the trial part of it like great. The movie. he's great again he very is he very much is but i just feel like you don't learn anything about him other than what you learn in the first half hour he's a little hissy fitter what do you say i think and maybe i know that the end of the movie when i first saw it i got a lot from i disagree i think that when you see the movie you're kind of watching those weird kind of quirks that he has throughout that kind of what you watch him unwind and just dissolve into this crazy person who you can't he can't touch things he's ocd well about i think things. he he's was crazy. that way from the beginning though but we don't see it i th- i thought we i'm pretty sure we did like right in the first half hour i'm pretty sure we learned that he had ocd and that he was germaphobe and i don't feel like it was really developed anymore over the next two and a half hours he had a pretty, he had a pretty a, bad golf swing i feel like it was a slow downfall that you kind of I but mean, we never, we were never brought into why he was, he should be on top. We never, we were never shown his prosperity. Well, yeah, That's they did it, not, though. they did not do a good job of explaining why he was top dog and also yeah. why he was so. From the beginning of the movie, he's losing money and the entire why, and time. We never knew so, why he should he be. He was so weak in a way of, they yeah. never showed like why he was such a. Yeah. Why should we fellow, care about him? Like, why should we think he's great and why should we revere him? It really wasn't ever like that. It was more yeah. or less just from the beginning, he was losing money on the movie, and then he just kept losing money and losing money, and it didn't seem like anything else really happened. I agree so, with that. Um, as next, well. next, I want to say that from a perspective of not knowing, I mean, this, this is—I didn't know anything about this. this is, movie yeah, as this well. is this is kind of similar from the perspective of not knowing anything about Howard Hughes. Um, the movie itself seems to lack clear direction in its storytelling, not just of the Howard Hughes character, but of like, you know, the general story. I didn't feel like we were on, a, you know, an adventure to ultimately end up at, at Congress. At, you didn't think Congress. that we were. No. If or we see a skeleton on camera. Yeah. That's if we, if we walked, you know, if we went, if we saw the first half hour of the movie, maybe, you give me a hundred guesses, I may guess that they end up in a courtroom at the end, in Congress, in front of Congress. But that's that's it, it kind of felt just, you know, that it showed around his life and what, you know, what maybe some interesting parts of his life were. And it's it was kind of haphazardly just going through portions of his life without really even setting it up in the beginning. I think um, that kind of is appropriate for the story. So know? explain He's a lunatic. He's a germaphobe. He is paranoid about everything that goes on in his life. And I think 
And I don't know. I don't really like have a critical eye for any of this stuff, but I watch it for the entertainment value. And I think second time around, like I really just see like he's crazy and how everything he just looks at, you know, the thumbprint on his glass just drives him buzz like off the wall. But he can't let anybody know. Like he's he's aware that he stutters and repeats things, and he knows that he's going crazy, and he tries his best to keep that persona up, trying to you know discuss with Juan, yeah. mm-hmm. which awesome, mm-hmm. but discuss, you know, it takes a lot of do his business. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see him like clenching his face, like he's going to suffocate himself because he knows that he's saying the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So I don't know. That, I mean, I don't, I don't think that's a great character study. I think that they they spend much more time on him and how, how good he is with people and how good he can be with public as, as hard as it may be for him. You know, he's very good with people and he can, he can, you know, argue his point to the bitter end. And then like after that, you see, oh, that really took a lot out of him because he collapsed in the hallway, you know, like, like panting, but it doesn't, it, I mean, that doesn't affect anything in his public life. It just kind of shows that, Hey, he, he was kind of a weird guy in, in, you know, I think the whole movie just showed you was a spoiled brat. That's all I think of. Oh, is yeah. He's like, I want to just do it this way. Wait, no, that that much money. Yeah. I have all this money. I can do whatever the hell I want. Right. I see it as him being a swell brat. That's all I saw. All right. Uh, I've, and I hate Leonardo DiCaprio. I have two more points. Hmm. My point is, uh, I'll, I'll address that point first. Actually, uh, I think Leo is pretty much the same guy. In this every movie, that is in every other movie. Scorsese movie. Well, not just I Scorsese movie, just any other movie. Leo I think is becoming Tim Burton's. Um, he's not Tim Burton. He's becoming Tim Burton's Johnny Depp. Except Johnny Depp's awesome. No, but he's becoming. He's he, becoming. He's Martin Scorsese's. Robert guy. De Niro. Yeah, it, no, he's it, he's his well, Robert yeah. De Niro. Can't he stay but he's not of Robert De Niro. Yeah, but he's not. That's what it is. He's Scorsese. I, you know, I'm. I understand that Leo is. You know he's good at those specific roles that he does. In in my opinion, he is, and I think that Scorsese is just banking on that audiences like him. He must like him, but I think that he's the same character every time. Um, in this movie, you know, it was the same guy I've seen in every other movie, the same Leo character I've seen in every other movie, except just with different hair. False. Wait. Oh wait. No, he has the same hair in this movie as every other movie. But, Sweaty hair? But he has a different accent in this movie. I don't think he's Oh, wait. Leo. No, no, no. Wait. He doesn't have an accent, really. He kind of pretends to have an accent when it's convenient, but the rest of the movie, he's pretty much the same guy. Uh, I guess he has a beard in part of it, so that's that's pretty much what's different. This time we're doing different. this one. I'm funny how. I'm funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. Fucking amuse you? How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? No. Joe? Tell me what's funny. <laughs> Sorry, Joe? Yeah, Joe Pesci and Goodfellas. Sorry, I'm, I, I didn't get to be in the portion where we picked this out, so I was excited to figure out who it was. Sorry. All right, so Wait, that was that's all I have tits. to say. Next, uh, I think that the ending scenes in the, the hearing almost, almost uh, redeem it for me. Because it is a really good scene at the end. However, I don't think the Howard Hughes character was built for... Like, it wasn't built up throughout the whole movie to have that scene. It was a great scene individually, but it wasn't... He wasn't built up that I way. I agree with that. Lastly, a, a lastly I want to say that this movie was extremely star-studded. Which Very much. is ridiculous. Uh, let me list off 
the uh, the people who are in it. We got Leo. We got Kate Blanchett. We got John C. Riley, Adam Scott, Alec Baldwin, Jude Law, Kate Beckinsale, Bilbo Baggins, Data from Star Trek, <laughs> Willem Dafoe, yeah. Alan Alda, yeah. and Gwen Stefani. It's ridiculous how many people are in this. Well, can and I so many you, other actors I, I don't know the names of, but they're characters. Did character you know, uncredited research, Scorsese's in it. Scorsese's in almost all his movies. Yeah, well, he's in the lineup for he the was a uh, taxi driver and taxi, his voices. Right? He's in, he, he's I, in almost all his movies. I don't movies. know Scorsese that much, no, as I you know, can I tell know, by I the fact just... that I'm not included in the top Either five. Either do I. Because I'm, a, I'm a notorious. This is for you, Jake Spiker. No, you know that I'm no, not a big. No. Uh, uh, this is for you, Jake Spiker. You know I'm not a big Scorsese fan at all. So that. You know, for me, it's hard to have a lot of Scorsese happiness, so that's what I'm saying. Good point. That was very special for you and Jake. Yeah, we should we should insert some uh, some sexy music there. I'm saying that it's hard for me because you know it's the Jake and Ryan rendezvous. It's only only three weeks away, folks. It's only three weeks away. Scorsese, a lot like Springsteen, is that? Oh God, you're playing into Jake's. I know that's what I'm saying. Is that Jake loves Springsteen and Scorsese, and I just never. Never was into it. And I understand that they're both great. That's true. I'm not questioning their greatness. Yeah. I'm just not into go. it. So All right, let's go into what we watched. Uh, no, actually, we should give our rating first. Rating. All right. Kirsten, your rating. I mean, I'd give it a six. I think it's cool to see the downfall. It's not very entertaining for me. This is not my type of movie, but I watch it in theaters, and I, I like watching a crazy man go crazy. You enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Six. Right. Ryan, six. let's get ready for this. Ah! What do you give it? I give it a two. Wow. I think... Uh, you haven't given no anything a two except only... the Alphabet Killer. Yeah, I think it was worse than the Alphabet Killer. You didn't give it the booby bump. But it didn't there have no boobs in it. And what I, want, I think I gave Alphabet Killer a three. I give it a three. Um, I I, I'm giving it worse. Yet. I'm giving it two out of ten. It is the most boring movie I've ever seen. And you know what? I like boring movies if they equate to something. Like The Thin Red Line, one of my top ten favorite movies of all time, is boring as balls, but it looks beautiful. It's not boring. And then in the middle of it, it makes me boring. cry when he takes the Japanese teeth out. And I love that fucking movie. And people blow up in it. I don't like this movie at all. I think it was the most boring movie, and I'm upset that I bought it. You like, did buy it. I, I bought it. Can I pay you it. half price for it? Oh, yeah, it sure, please. I was going to offer <laughs> it to we... you for a dollar. I just hey, made, I'll take it. For... I just made 500% on this motherfucker. I'll take a dollar. I'll take a dollar. Um, I give it a two because I have respect for the other actors in this film besides Leonardo DiCaprio. And um, really, I did not find any redeeming quality in this. I would have rather been doing push-ups. And That's I'm a giving... lot of push-ups. This is hour and 170 minutes. That's more yeah, push-ups than Puddles minutes. does. Puddles is a lot of ducks. Probably not, actually. I'm just just letting you know know. that I did not enjoy this movie one bit, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio is one of the worst actors of all time. You are entitled to your opinion, and I hear hear what you're saying. I appreciate your opinion. But give me your rating. No, I I know. I know. I'm on the the shitty end. But you're completely wrong. (laughs) This was a good movie. This was entirely a good movie. To who? It was a one hundred percent true story. FYI, sorry. I'd rather watch Carrie Elway's Hunt Eliza Dushku. Well, that was a good movie too, because it got the booby bump to a D. A B C, you're dead. D E F, you're, you're alive. alive. All right. And then you're dead again. <laughs> I give this movie a six initially, but I would really like to give it a seven. And you know what brings it up to a seven is the 
technical booby bump that it gets because it, it, it describes it describes yeah. exactly what a physical booby bump would do. That would be a mammary. Yeah, a mammary is what they say in the movie, but it, it it explains how the bra that they want will accentuate the mammaries and will make them more smooth. Give them that's, a lift. There's a zero percent chance that's not a booby bump. That is a literal booby bump. Yeah, so discussion that, about breast and is an on-screen great. booby bump. Right. So that brings it up to a seven. They even measure the cleavage. The reason why it's a seven is because that. The reason why it's a seven is because, first of all, I think Scorsese's hand in this makes it a lot he more enjoyable. He read an autobiography. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You, Jeez, I'm going to make the Joe DiMaggio movie and get myself no, a no, 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 no. You, no, no. Five Oscar no, awards. No. The camera work and the, the, the way the camera tells the story is not something that you could just read an autobiography and do. True. The thing that separates this movie from something I don't like and something I like, I think, is actually the Scorsese touch on this. Is because I enjoyed the directing so much. I think that what he did with the movie... Say you replace DiCaprio with De Niro in his prime, I think this is actually a really good movie. Because De Niro is great. Right. No, he is. And so, accepting that DiCaprio in my opinion, plays the same character every time, but it's kind of a Scorsese character. My, In my opinion, what he does, what Scorsese does with the story overpowers maybe how, you know, usual uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is in this. I think and so that- I think that this is a very enjoyable movie. It's a well-told story for what it is. I have some gripes with it. I've said those. I have some storytelling gripes with it, but I thought the directing was really good. And so I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. I think the movie was missed at the beginning. I think this could have been a a two-hour movie about trying to make Hell's Angels. I think that would have been a great movie. It would have been. The rest of this movie blew my nuts off because it sucks so bad. Wow. That doesn't make sense. I hope your nuts are okay. It's just not good. Kirsten, question. I don't have a question. I have a comment. Comment. Um, little fun fact about my research of the movie. I've actually... I, I, well, I spent a few minutes, but... This movie in 2004 was released on Howard Hughes's 99th birthday. I don't know hmm. what day that was. I don't remember looking at it, but obviously cool. but intended. He, was he, he dead made, at the time? He was alive. Was he? No. Oh, because if he was alive, you probably would have wished for I guess death after for seeing this. For me personally, I would have preferred watching the downfall of his insanity spiral on film. Versus there could have been like three angels. movies made out of yeah, this. That I would I would have watched an hour yeah. and twenty seven point five minutes. Of his <laughs> yeah, that's true. Of his insanity. Thirty seconds. That's thirty. By seconds. the way, that's if you watch the movie minute. on the DVD and you pause it, like it's like two twenty, two hours and twenty minutes, like two hours and twenty one minutes. Two twenty two. When he is swearing in at the whatever court proceeding, if you pause it, you see Howard Hughes's real skeleton CGI'd into the film. Kind of creepy. That makes me think like like. I don't know. I'm starting to think. Right when you started telling me about that, I started thinking everyone's skeleton's the same. Yeah. I want to start cutting off my hand or cutting off. No, no, no. Listen, if you cut off your hand, if you cut off your ribs, you're different than every other human skeleton. True. I don't want to stick out. Think about that. Ha ha. That would be awesome. You could cut off your ear. But no one would know. No one would know at the end of it. No one would know. Vincent Van Gogh's skeleton looks just like Picasso's. 
Let's just be honest. I like your art joke. I see your That's art true. joke and appreciate it's it. It's gonna be great. Donate, donate that man, shit wah, to wah, science, wah. huh? No, donate, donate that, that shit to science. All right, let's get into what we watched. We're done. Let's get into what we watched. Watch. Kirsten, what did you watch? Oh, what did we watch? We watched the town. Well, the town. Ta- oh, the town was good. Okay. I like the town a lot. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought it was a little fucking cliche that oh Ben Affleck makes a movie in Boston, so you can go to Fenway Park. Wah, wah. There but you go. It was good. I fell asleep through another movie that Kevin can explain to you yep, later. You didn't and it's, see that. It's not because it wasn't good. It's because I'm tired and a whiny lady. Doesn't matter. Ryan, what'd you watch? That's it. The town. What'd you give? What would you give the town? You, it's a 94 percent of Rotten Tomatoes. It really town, went up. I would yeah. give the town like a nine or a ten out of there ten. You go. I wow. enjoyed there it. There you go. I like. I would me, like to see. I haven't seen. I it love. Yet. I love the Law and Order. I love heist I crime love Law without. And Order too. I, she does. You do. Do not. I love John in a Hamm. jumpy movie. That's John Hamm and Blake Lively. I love them both. I like them. If John Hamm had Blake Lively's tits, that would be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> I like John Hamm. Blake Lively's pretty cool. The guy from the, the Hurt Locker was his name. Jeremy Renner. Good. And Ben Affleck. I like him. It was a good movie. You should all go see it. We didn't watch anything else, there you did go. we? You didn't watch anything. I didn't watch I, anything. Uh, Ryan, what'd you get? I watched. A wonderful independent foreign film called Bruno. Um, it <laughs> Bruno! was it was ridiculous. What was it a hundred and twenty minutes? Yeah, hundred. Uh, it's an hour and twenty five minutes, so it's eighty five minutes. It's it's not very good in a movie sense. I think it would be great, as we said, like uh, extras, like yeah, shit like they didn't show. Special special yeah. special features on the. There's some good stuff on it, but let's be honest. It was compared to Borat, it was like a mess. Funny, how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the fuck is so funny about me? Tell me, tell me what's funny. Fuck Sorry, you. Sorry, Ryan. Funny I had to open a beer. Me. I apologize. I also watched uh, the unedited version of Shallow How. Ah! Uh, Thank God. Thank God. I do, I do boy, like huh? this movie. Uh, Sorry, it makes me you. laugh. Jason Alexander's declining the Beatles invitation because the girl has uh, a longer toe. Makes me laugh. Yep. And it has Phoenix's Too Young in it, one of my favorite songs of all time. It works perfectly in this. I thought it was a hilarious movie. I also watched Goodfellas. I've seen it before, but most of the times I've seen it were on TV. So I just wanted, in a Scorsese episode, to try it again and make sure that it's going well. Yep. Uh, I watched Air Force One. God damn it. Great! Did flick. you watch that because a- after Nelly came back out? With no, because song? last time we did, get off my plate. I watched get the whole fucking movie. Plate. I love it. I love Gary Oldman. I love. I love Harrison Ford. Dude, you can't the whole not. movie's great. That's a Harrison Ford tribute. That yeah. entire movie. <laughs> that is. It is. So, William H Macy. What? His, the the what? fat black woman that gets the sir Monique. The faxes and the phones run on a different line. Probably and if you cut one, it's really easy to miss the other. That woman led to their escape. Awesome. And then that Secret Service person turned against them. That was not the shit. It was not the shit. Uh, and when my last movie is this movie, I don't know what it it was released as. It had to be a TV movie or yeah. straight to HBO movie. Straight to HBO. Uh, Ninja Cheerleaders. Oh, yeah. <laughs> straight started, to HBO. It started... 
it started. It starred Trishelle from uh, Real uh, World Las Vegas. World. And she no looked way. hot as balls. Really? Hot as I balls on it. Bah. And then you know who the person that was captured for it? Their master? Oh. George Takai. No way. <laughs> oh my. Oh yeah. my. Yeah. Sulu and uh, Trishelle on it. Wow. That sounds a like a blockbuster if I've ever heard of the, one. It was a lot better than the fucking Aviator. That's I bet sure. you it was probably a lot better than Piranha 3D. <laughs> All right, let's go. I'm All sorry. Right. Uh, the two that I've seen was The Town. I also saw The Town. I thought it was I thought it was a, a well-done genre well movie. I thought that it was... It didn't do anything new for the genre, but it was very well done in the genre. Um, I thought Jeremy Renner was incredible. I think if he doesn't get a supporting actor nod, at least... At this point in the movie, like in the year, he must be good. He's really moved up. He's very good. Like he brought his mom to the Oscars last year. He went from SWAT. Yeah, no, he's he's very good. No, he's very good in this. He's I'm I'm sure he's actually a good actor in SWAT. He likes Notre Dame. You know, trying to do what he does. He's a bad guy in SWAT. But I think yeah. But I think that if he doesn't win a supporting role, I'm not sure what else. Or if he doesn't get nominated for supporting role, I'm not sure what else would beat him out at this point. Um. I think that you Ben Affleck again. shows that he's not just a one and done director. I think the direction is actually incredibly solid in this movie. It's it's actually impressive that he's only done two and that the two that he's done are this good. Didn't because he write that the is very impressive. Gone Baby Gone was really good. I'm not sure if he wrote the screenplay. I think, I think he, he co wrote. I think he got credit. I think for he co wrote, yeah. Um, but yeah, he, this he found, the direction found his new role as a director wasn't that his Goodwill Hunting credit that him and Matt Damon wrote? They Good both Will did, Hunting? yeah. Okay, yeah. so well, I well, actually, Ben Affleck just spoke pot and yeah. Matt Damon did. But I think, to Matt, I think yeah. if I remember correctly, right. that he got some sort of writing credit. Yeah, he did for, what? This, one. for this one. Good oh, Will, yeah, no, Good Will Hunting. Yeah, he of course he did for for Goodwill Hunting. That's long time ago, but yeah, this is very good. I recommend it to anyone who wants to see a movie. And doesn't want to go see anything yeah. shitty. Uh, this is actually a really good movie. Second I one I saw was it. The Sting. Uh, it was the. I bought it. Yep. It was the Robert Redford Paul Newman movie that inspired me to want to do a, you know, a Paul Newman episode. Zone. We couldn't do it because the Newman Zone. We couldn't do it because I haven't seen and Ryan hasn't seen enough. Newman episode. I haven't. Or well, I haven't. Newman. Newman salad dressing and drinking enough Newman's own. I don't. Oh, yeah, I've seen cars. Don't salad cool hand Luke. Or I've had y- Newman's own lemonade. Yeah. No, he's he's made a lucrative Roger career Perdition. out of food for himself. But he's <laughs> really he's a great actor, and I think he's that, one, he's probably in the top four best actors. I think he's a great actor. I I hope to you know soon catch up with yeah, we're his doing catalog. Newman. Problem um, is that we're doing horror yeah. week. Well, or a month coming up. We could take a break from. You Paul could Newman. postpone. That's when we can catch up. You can Paul take Newman. a bye week. You're no, in football season. No, no, I was saying no, a bye week episode. from horror. No, to absolutely with not. Bullshit. We can't take Zombies, a horror month. Is horror month. We've already said well, I mean, you kind scary. of are the creators of critical drinking, so you can do whatever the fuck. Yeah, you want. Yeah, and we created horror month, and it's going to be four episodes oh, of horror. Oh man, Brie Olson's going to be so happy. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that's what I've seen. So we're gonna uh, actually before we go. Uh, our producer is going to give us oh her, her Scorsese picks can I, can before you, we go to our top five. Because she's not going to join us for our top five. Because you know why? You haven't My, seen enough Scorsese? I have only seen four Scorsese movies and one is The Aviator, so that's pretty terrible. So I have... That's right, it is terrible. I'm going to move my chair and make sure I 
learned something today while I was researching this. Can you move my notebook? This is actually an educational podcast, if you guys haven't noticed. <clears throat> this teaches. So, you know, probably before this is coming to you, this happened, and it goes a little something like, Scorsese. Scorsese. He directed Bad. Michael Jackson's movie from 1987. He directed it. He directed Bad. And that was a fart from Ryan. That was amazing. Um, it's 14 minutes of a mini film. It's actually called a short film in Scorsese's IMDb um, director filmography, whatever. Awesome. Michael's name in the movie, in the, Daryl. He's Daryl. <laughs> Why not Michael? He's, no, he's it's, fucking Daryl. Excuse me, it's Daryl. Yeah. Have you not <laughs> seen it? I don't care. I'm, whatever. I have a Toshiba's yeah. piece of shit. So, Dar- he, no, he direct- it's Daryl. Whatever. He directed... It's D-A-R-R-Y-L. That's oh. Daryl. Daryl. Daryl has... Regardless. He directed Bad. Um, Michael is awesome. I don't know if you remember when I had the power-up going. Hee-hee. <laughs> but that was true. all me. That was all my doing and making him do it because I wanted to. Because <laughs> I have Ra's power. But, That's um, right. yeah. So he, did, it's a he did have the most amazing groping hand of all time. That's also my favorite video because I love his little... <laughs> His little like she leather turned it off like with nothing. the grommets. Just and, like get out of here! Don't worry about it. Just, it's awesome. I haven't seen enough Scorsese films. <laughs> I like The Departed. I like this movie. I liked. Oh, I don't. Aviator. Eh, you did like. I mean, Aviator, it was a yeah. six. It was okay. I, yeah, but I liked yeah, The Departed. The Departed was good. But for the first time I saw it, it was good. But I haven't seen enough to really give a top five. So there's there's your. So that input. Is, just give it. I one, like just it. give it a one more. <laughs> 1987, the greatest film of the year. I don't care how long it is. It was awesome. And it was Scorsese directed. There you go. Alright, so we're going to we jump out. Are we going to say thank you? Say oh, thank absolutely. You. Thank you for guest hosting. Thank you. Why? Thank you for giving us oh, I mean, input is, on, you're welcome. The, on The Aviator. Was, we always like to have... I I always love to have the female perspective on movies. I honestly do. Because I disagree with most of these things these guys say. Well, probably true, yeah. Probably true because, you know, I don't... Me and Ryan have such similar you have tastes. Penises, well, so that's it true. gives you a downfall in life. Huge ones. You gave Aviator Huge three ones. times the score that I gave it, so I hope <laughs> that doesn't count. I thought it was entertaining. All right. I don't know how this. Thank happened. you, producer, for yeah, guest welcome. hosting. And, hey, uh, by the way, can we just notice that I didn't go when I opened my beer because well, I'm, a big, just girl went, I'm just a big girl now. So we're gonna. Uh, and let me just leave I'm you with a my big girl now. My bum, favorite little soundbite, and I hope you can enjoy. What? All right, we are back, and uh, Ryan has something really quick to say. Over under four times Joe Pesci is going to show up on both of our top fives. Oh, um, Over under four. Yeah. You say push? You say push on four? Wow, that's ballsy. All right, so we are going into our top five Scorsese movies. Um, this list is 
probably going to be similar, but not similar. I identical. Haven't seen, I haven't. I have not. Uh, as I said before, I have not seen Raging Bull. Okay. But I cannot put it on there. All right. So who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go who, first. Who does number one last? Uh, the person who goes second. So okay. I will go first. I'll go first. All right, you go first. Uh, my number five is a movie about Jesus. Ooh. I do not believe in Jesus. Ooh. Ooh. And I think religion is Ooh. is a good crutch for people that need to realize that they're just an energy source that is about to end. Um, <laughs> sorry about that for everyone out there. Soapbox. Soapbox. Um, it's the Last Temptation of Christ. And one of the main reasons I do it is because David fucking Bowie is awesome as Hylas Pilate. Is that his fucking name? I don't know. I love David I'm Bowie. You, I he's awesome it. in it. And I like Willem Dafoe. And I like Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus, but I like Jesus. There you go. He represents a lot of stuff that I think is awesome. Um... I haven't seen but that, I so really like David Bowie. That's my number five. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay, my number five is Casino. Uh, it's this is simply a guilty pleasure pick. Uh, it's not that great of a movie. It's basically Goodfellas two, Las Vegas edition, or you know whatever. Um, but I'm a sucker for it. I can pop this movie in any time and be totally content watching it. Um, I think Sharon St- Sharon Stone is so good that I hate her in this. I hate, I hate her. Um, I hate her. De Niro is so likable in this. Pesci is so Pesci in this. Um, (laughs) It's done well enough, and I like that it's in Vegas because, you know, stuff, you know, mob and Vegas stuff really, you know, intrigues me and entertains me and stuff. But really, you know, it's no Goodfellas. So that's my number five. Uh, My number four is The Departed. Really? This is the Scorsese movie that actually won him the Oscar, finally. It was more of an accumulated. Uh, generally, it's considered, I think, an an Oscar for like his body of work. Yeah. So it's not necessarily this movie was great, but it's that his body of work deserved an Oscar. Um, it's unfortunate he didn't get one for the ones that actually deserved the Oscar well, I, for best director. Like, all right. So all of a sudden, is it like great directors all of a sudden crave untalented people? Like, it's a Scorsese, Scorsese effect, went man. from De Niro. Who played, you know, like, I know, I haven't seen Raging Bull, but I know he gained 30 pounds to play that person. 60 pounds. 60 pounds. Uh, Taxi Driver, who was crazy. And yep. he, that one movie where he plays the crazy co- uh, comedian to try to get on the... Uh, uh, King of Comedy? Yeah, King yep. of Comedy. Yep. I mean, De Niro was a fucking jack of all trades. And so all of a sudden, like, wait a minute. It's a Scorsese show. I want this teen star that uh, likes to suck a lot of bad movies. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And then he moves on from that to Vincent Chase. That guy fucking sucks. Yeah. Vincent Chase is also dude. Is also is he's not he's awful. I hate him. And then why is Oliver Stone thinking that Shia LaBeouf is awesome? Jesus Christ, that guy can play even Stevens, and that is it. He's great at that role, though. Uh, Even Stevens. He played even Stevens in Transformers One, which is why I liked him. But, I it's mean, true. come on. You go from Charlie fucking Rick Von Sheen to... Charlie fucking Rick Von Sheen. That's a great name. Charlie fucking Rick, Rick Von, Von Sheen. Martin Sheen. To God fucking it. stupid 
Shia LaBeouf. What is it with directors now? They just pick shitty shit. Great directors picking shitty actors is really making me mad. It must be like a comfort thing where they're just used to ha- directing De Niro to DiCaprio. Is it because they both hey, started with duh? I'm not defending it. Duh, I'm Niro not, yeah, yeah, to not. DiCaprio. It's stupid. I'm not defending it. However, back to my Jeez. picks. I think Departed is really a great movie. Uh, it's a remake of a of a Hong Kong film called Infernal Affairs. Infernal um, or internal? Infernal. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and the thing I love most about it, besides Alec Baldwin's performance... Is Mark Wahlberg's performance. Uh, besides Mark Wahlberg's performance... Besides is, Martin Sheen's performance. Agreed. Is is that it blurs... Besides Jack Nicholson's dildo... <laughs> performance, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's It blurs the line between who's really the good guy and who's really the bad guy and who the audience should root for and who the audience should kind of, you know think is on is on you know who who who's on their side who's on the good side who's on the bad side what is you know what's what are even the sides um i think that it's a very complex plot which i think scorsese kind of just chews a little bit like he just enjoys himself with how you know how complex the plot is he can just do what he does um but there are so many dynamite actors in this movie that I think it almost gets bogged down with how many actors there are in it that it can't tell a true story. Uh, plus, it being a remake, you know, it's a little less great to me than other Scorsese movies, but it's still great. So that's my number four. You're number four, right? Uh, my number four previously showed up on your list. Uh oh. It is Casino. Um, oh, I think Casino was That's good. how you pronounce it. Like you said, Goodfellas 2. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Trapped it in great. Las Vegas. <laughs> and the thing that, yeah, the thing that really proved it for me is that Joe Pesci attacks Don Rickles with a phone in it. And yes. I think that is awesome. Oh, that is such a good scene. And that's uh, my number four. For that sole reason. Yep. <laughs> my number three is, is his name Travis or Trevor? Travis. Nickel. Travis I'm Mickle. pretty sure it's Travis. If you can make Sybil Shepherd look remotely attractive, then you've done a good job, and that's all I have to say. That's my number three. Go ahead to you, Kevin. Ryan, you're, my number three is something that has been mentioned on your list before. It's called Taxi Driver. Because um, Sybil Shepherd looks attractive. That's not the, she was in a show called that's Sybil. That's the reason I picked it. But, Sybil. Yeah, that's true. It was about her being Sybil. Not her being Sybil, her being Sybil. <laughs> it's dumb as shit. <laughs> okay. Um, for Taxi Driver... I love the mental aspect of this movie. Um, I think that the idea of what you know what happens when a good guy gets consumed with the darkest side he of is not humanity. a good guy. He is not a good guy. Okay, and a guy just a All normal. All is about how awful New York is with their gay people. Well, and that's their he could have been a good guy. Whores. True, but what happens when a normal guy, a well-adjusted guy? He's not well adjusted. He used to be. Yeah, and Vietnam. he was. But what happens when that guy has too much of the darkest side of a city or the darkest side of humanity? What happens to that guy? I'll tell you what happens to that guy. Travis Bickle goes nuts and leaves one of the greatest last scenes of all time in his wake. Which is the most ridiculous last scenes because apparently you can just show up. You can no, I think it's I think it's a great last scene as well. But you can just show up 
without uh you know without uh meaning and just show up and shoot you know four people you know kill oh, someone yeah, oh you kill a pimp and then they put it in the paper and all of a sudden you think you're great like I've said before I said this about ten episodes ago I want to see Jack McCoy go out of his throat because that guy has no rights for just coming out of nowhere and shooting people those might have been awful people but America has a constitution that says you can't shoot people out of nowhere for being awful. Whatever. Sarah Palin called. Travis says, Pickle That's says, right. You need to kill whatever. people because you know what? Goddamn Mexicans are coming in. Yep. Uh, I like that's, Mexicans, by the way. That, I thought that was Sarah Palin that, talking. That is my number three. You can't argue anymore. What's your number two? That's my number three. My number two is Raging Bull. The Ooh, movie really? That, the movie that Ryan hasn't seen. I... I, I bet you expected really like it to, to be my number one. I really want to see it. And I bet I just you expected have, it to be my number one. I like boxing a lot. This is probably Robert De Niro's greatest role of all time. So Actually, besides I, Meet the Foggers? No, I will say that this, uh, besides those gems that I hate beyond belief, um, this is. There's a number three coming This out. is definitely Robert De Niro's best role of all time. He uh, won the Oscar for Best uh, Actor for playing boxer Jake LaMotta. Um, Gained a lot of weight. Well, what I think is more impressive. DiCaprio would never do. Yeah, what I too busy sucking dick. Right. What I think is, what I think is more right. What I yeah no it's no I I agree it's true. DiCaprio does suck a lot of dick. That would (laughs) keep him skinny. But um, even more impressive than even more impressive than that is that De Niro was the one who actually found the story for this movie. He pushed yeah. Scorsese to do it. Scorsese was addicted to coke at the time. Yeah, well, he pushed. He took. It took four years for De Niro. Well, to Scorsese s- was out of it. I read. Yeah. Uh, about the Scorsese was like. Yeah. <laughs> good for him, man. It's New York. What's going do on? What you want? Oh man, Robert, that sounds good, Bobby. <gasps> no, he would have done it then, but it's you know, regardless of what. Scorsese was doing. It took him four years yeah, to actually listen Niro, to De Niro. It was De Niro's. Yeah, it was De Niro's baby, yeah, was, basically. I'm not saying De Niro did that. It was, it was Scorsese sitting on a not awesome shit. And yeah, yeah. De Niro saying, like, I got a classic here yeah. ready to be done. And so he was ready. De Niro transformed himself twice for this movie. First of all, he got himself into the into fighting shape. And he actually fought legitimately in three New York fights. Winning two of the three. And he was in fighting shape for the first part of the movie. Um, and then they took 13 weeks off. For him to gain 60 pounds to play LaMotta later in life. Sounds but, like Castaway. But he, Tom Hanks. Yeah, but he just changed, you just know, saying. he he transformed himself for this role that he basically took to Scorsese and said, I want this, let's do this. And he committed himself 100%, which is why it is my number two Scorsese movie. It is my number one De Niro movie, but we are uh, not doing, we are not doing De Niro. All right, all right. So it is only my number two Scorsese movie. All right, so it's time for me to give my number two. That's right. It's already been mentioned. It's The Departed. The Departed. And as people know, I'm or as Jake knows, I'm not a big Scorsese fan. I'm just not. What? But um, I enjoyed The Departed. Even though it was ridiculous in some scenes, like the dildo scene that I've already complained about on this yeah, it was based yeah, on... What's, it was, going, it was, what, what's going on? Oh, wait a minute. Whoa! Whoa! Dilbo! Like, I just can't... It was All based right. on, you know, it was based on a uh, Hong oh, Kong film. Overall, I thought it was... It was fun. I yeah. enjoyed the movie. Yeah. 
Um, I give it my number two, and that's my number two. So hold on a second here. I'm funny how? I'm funny like a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I amuse you. Awesome. And it's Joe a Pesci perfect so lead into my and probably your number one is that Goodfellas is his best movie by far. I've only, oh, I saw it once on DVD. I've seen it like four times on TV and I just watched it again on DVD. And it's just, it's. It is Scorsese. It's great. That's what I want to say. I, I think it's great. It's my number one. Um,. I can't exactly point out why it's great. I think I can point out because it's, you know, two hours and 20 minutes and I don't ever check the time. Yeah. And I just sit there and go, oh man, this is awesome. It's just Ray Liotta's best besides being Shula Joe Jackson. Ooh. Um, Cameo. Sort of. I enjoyed it. Supporting role. It was everyone you want to see. Everyone that's been an Italian mobster in any movie since was in that movie. Yep. Like the guy that gets frozen to death. That guy's been like the mobster in like eight different movies. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, and it just shows you kind of how brutal it is. I mean, I think everyone thinks it's brutal in the beginning, and or everything. Everyone thinks that the mobster no, idea brutal. is brutal before you watch the movie, and then at the beginning the you kind of get scene. an idea. The vice scene but, is brutal. Yes, and like that's what's brutal. Oh, so it's like, oh man, Joe pops. Pesci made it, man. What do you fuck Billy Bates or whatever that fucking person is? Just cap, cap, cap. It's just like, yeah, I'm glad I didn't live in that area. <laughs> yeah, just, right, right. Like, if I was cool, I would be cool for about, you know, you know, half a year. And then <laughs> dead time. Dead time. Um, it's just, to me, it's his quintessential movie. Yep. Um, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, That's all I got to say. Um surprise for my number one what's your well, it's a big surprise well, you're actually. at number two right? no i i already my number two is raging bull oh yeah I'm my number one is a big surprise for you it did not show up on your list i'm not sure you've even seen it i probably haven't it's goodfellas oh i just watched it <laughs> um uh when i think scorsese immediately i think goodfellas like that is the movie that i attribute with scorsese he's a good right fellow man you right know, a, yeah. when you meet some people and they're not you know they're not someone that's about to be made we say they're good man they're good fella that's right i haven't you know i i don't think of any any other movie right off the bat like i think of goodfellas for scorsese um i've seen this movie maybe more than every other movie on the list combined i think like I've seen this movie over ten times. Um, it is the mobster movie. It is. It is basically a textbook about mobsters and the mafia and what it's all about. Um, it's incredibly well told, I think, and it's 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 the reason that Ray Liotta still gets work today is because this is such Have a good movie. Have you seen Wild Hogs? <laughs> is Ray Liotta in that? Yeah, he's the bad no. guy in it. Yeah, no, really? Yeah, oh. he's the Well, bad that's guy. the reason Goodfellas... I attribute Goodfellas to why he's got that quote, job. It's about male bonding. Have you seen Wild Hogs? <laughs> uh, that is the reason why Ray Liotta gets jobs now, though, is Goodfellas. Um, I've never seen Dances with Wolves. Yeah, but, you haven't seen Dances but with Wolves. But I'm pretty sure that Goodfellas is historically considered a better movie 
than Dances with Wolves. I, I, I can tell you right now the reason that Goodfellas did not win. Why? La- Please one explain. One of the last scenes. Where the whole time it's been a narrative yeah. with, you know, the two of the people it's been with Karen and, uh, well, mostly Ray Liotta, but then Karen yeah. and his wife. Yeah. And all of a sudden they just go, yeah, fuck that. You're sitting on the stand and then he just talks to the camera the whole time and then walks up. Ray Leo does that and walks yeah. up and tells his whole story like blah blah blah. It's like uh, I'm not defending my cousin because I love my cousin, but I'm not defending his ideas. But all of a sudden you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, why are you talking to the camera? What's all of a sudden going on? Yeah, I think Fourth that wall. last that last twenty minutes where he all of a sudden's like, yeah, this whole narration. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna close it with me talking to the camera, walking around while everyone else is frozen or. Doing their ish, you know, right. stuff like that. It was only a little bit, but I think that's what ruined it for him. Yeah. Personally. Well, I didn't get that whole idea. Yeah. And, no, that's, I understand. and that's a lot of Scorsese movies yeah. I see. Yeah. I see 75% of me alone. Yeah, dude. Martin, dude, you know what's going on. Wait a minute. I gotta get my semen on everything. <laughs> and then he does something stupid. And that's what I think a lot of times. Yeah. Sorry, Jake. I know you like Martin. I just don't. Hey, I like I like Martin too, which is why Goodfellas is my number one. I think Scorsese should have won Best Director in this, even though I haven't seen Dead Wolves. Best Director, yes. Even though I haven't seen Dead Wolves. Because fucking Kevin Costner was a first time well, director. Yeah, first, for def- God fucking sake. Uh, Martin Scorsese should have won. It's too bad he didn't win. Um, and after all the other snubs, like, this is. This was this this would have been the point where I got pissed off, if you know if I was alive for the rest of them. This was the point where I would get pissed off. Dances with Wolves. Kevin Costner really the first time he directed, and Scorsese's got these impeccable movies, and you don't give him like, you know this would have been uh, where I agree I, with you for dance. This, I mean I agree with you for director, but I do think that Dances with Wolves is actually very no very that's excellent. fine. But for director, this is where Scorsese should have got his Departed Oscar. Where he should have got the hey, your body of work is so good, you deserve this. For, I haven't seen Raging Bull, but he didn't get it for no, Raging he didn't. Bull. No, he didn't. Because right. fucking well, yeah, it's compared it's, to that, it's like, uh, it's, Howard knows it's Howard. Bug. What's the name of that movie? Who cares, man? Who cares? But yeah, good. Goodfellas is my number one. Scorsese is is to the Academy apparently a clearly an underrated uh, director. Let's get into our fucking shoutouts. Yeah, let's, let's get into our shoutouts. Um, my shoutout this week is going to be. Uh, Employment. I retained employment. Uh, I was in jeopardy yeah. because of a driving yeah. record. I remedied that. You got too uh, many speeding tickets. That's so bogus. I'm I can't still. You got. I'm still employed, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The the round tonight is on me. A round is on me because my, I'm celebrating the fact that I'm still employed. My shout out is. To the thank you. No, thank you for me. all your applause. Just like please, no, please stop, stop the applause. It's not. It's unnecessary. Ryan, what is yours? Uh, the shout out that you stole from me last week, go Ducks against Arizona State. And my last one is because I've given a lot of bump to Rick Moranis. You damn right. You you certainly have. He needs to be a No, no, no. Listen, Rick Moranis. I know you're a classy actor. I'm going to give a bump to another classy actor. Who's that? Charles Grodin. Can you please, please make more movies? Beethoven's dad. Beethoven's dad. Dave's friend in the movie Dave. <laughs> Charles Grodin. You had your own show on CNN called The Charles Grodin Show. Let's get it going. Let's get something awesome. Charles Grodin, I love you. Bye. Wow. 
Wow, is that your sign off? Charles Grodin, I love you. Bye. Let me edit this out. Charles Grodin, Ryan loves you. Bye. I've ever been alone. I wanna go home. <laughs> 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 <laughs>